welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. But today we have somebody who has been a part of another Disney podcast called Dream a Fantastic Dream. Today we have Jared. Hi, Jared. How are you today? Hello, I'm doing great. I'm fresh. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Yes. <laughs> By the way, you have a very great podcasting voice. It's very soothing. Thank you. I get that from my grandpa all the time. He's like, you should do radio. Oh. I'm like, I don't want to do radio, but okay. Some audiobooks. Yes, some audiobooks. That would be so great. But anyway, back on track. Um, would you like to give us a little teaser of what your uh, magical moment is going to be today? Oh, yes, of course. Um, my teaser is I. it's from when I was probably maybe seven years old. And oh. it completely revolves around my mother. So she'll probably listen to this because she also listens to all of the Dream of Fantastic Dream episodes um and it'll make her cry because i know it'll make her cry <laughs> oh i love that we love a supportive mother <laughs> mm -hmm. does she enjoy theme parks just as much as you she loves it um she's who i got my disney fanatics from and my grandpa her dad um we're just a big disney family oh so it runs in y'all's dna for sure Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And you are, if you want to tell us where you're recording from and which park you typically go to. Oh, yes. Um, I'm recording from Not So Sunny, Eugene, Oregon, up in the West Coast. Um, I grew up oh, here. But you were in California. I'm not. Um, I oh. have lived here my entire life. Um, it's it's really weird that I've gone to Disney World more than Disneyland because I'm from the West Coast. But yeah, I'm from Oregon. I just, I don't get to see Sky and Armida that much. Um, last time I saw them was in October um, when we went to do Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh my goodness. And I, I've seen the pictures, but you wanted to tell everybody what y'all's costumes were? And Oh, yes. Um... <laughs> um, so I did a gender-bent version of the live-action Cruella. If you haven't seen it, it's an amazing film. Please go watch it. Um, I did her final Dalmatian look um, with a little bit of a twist on it. Um, I did the normal petticoat that she wore with the Dalmatian spots and the half blackout. But I also put some red velvet on the inside because I wanted to get some classic Cruella back in there because um, I know classic Cruella definitely had a lot more red interpreted into her look but yeah, i wanted yeah. to bring that in and then armida was gender bent oogie boogie she has mm. a beautiful neon green wig um that glowed in the black light which i was not expecting it to do um, whoa that is so fun <laughs> i know we got into the room with oogie boogie and there were black lights in there and we have a picture of her before the the lighting was adjusted and like her hair is just glowing the room is dark, oh, but her hair is glowing. Oh, my goodness. That is so cool. And sidebar, speaking of moms and Oogie Boogie Bash, um, I did a whole episode with my mom. And I took her to Oogie Boogie Bash for the very first one. And she had no idea who Oogie Boogie was. We go into that room of art animation where he's doing his meet and greet mm -hmm. and or his treat trail. 
and she sees him and she goes, he's so cute. (laughs) And I'm like, mom, have you even seen this movie? She goes, no, no, no. And I'm like, well, he's made of bugs and he's like a really bad guy. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, but she thinks he's so adorable. And I mean, his, his meet and greet characters pretty cute but he is adorable. a big oogie boogie fan <laughs> it's just good. a little belly i just want to like pet it like he looks like a little cuddle <laughs> but anyway <laughs> oh my gosh i'm getting like the podcast crazies and just like talking nonsense but anyway oh just wait um, <laughs> um what did who did skylar do Sky did a gender bent evil queen so he was in purple he had a crown he had uh this Bit, this really long flowing black cape that we actually had to uh pin to the collar of the shirt because at Oge Boogie Bash you're not supposed to have something that's like scraping the ground or touching the ground oh. for the costume and so we literally had to pin it to the collar of his shirt so that it, so that he wouldn't step on it and so it wouldn't just scrape on the ground all night right right and that way too is probably like a safety hazard for him like you know someone stepping mm-hmm. on it and whatnot oh my goodness that and oogie boogie bash is so wonderful i only went the one time but you're are you a big fan of it as well i am such a fan it's probably my favorite um event that disney actually does even though i'm a disney world stan disney world is my home park i love oogie boogie bash with my entire being um it was such an amazing experience especially um, when I went dressed as Cruella, because Cruella has her treat trail, and Yay. there's just this three minute video that I have of just her and I interacting, and that's amazing. <laughs> okay, we might need to bring you back on and do a whole dedicated Oogie Boogie Bash episode because this sounds like it's brewing to be a great story. But oh, I'm down for that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we'll bring you back on for sure. Um, but. So how did you meet Armida and Skylar to be on their podcast? How did that all happen? So I I actually saw him on TikTok just just making TikToks. I saw Sky on TikTok mm-hmm. and he was doing Disney TikToks and I just started following him because I'm I don't really have any Disney friends that live where I'm from. Like all my high school mm-hmm. friends are like my theater friends, my music friends, but none of them have as close of an attachment to Disney as me. Um, right. So pretty much what it was, was um, I just saw Sky making Disney TikToks and I decided, hey, I'm going to follow him. And then maybe a couple TikToks in, he was like, oh, I have a podcast. I was like, let's listen to the podcast. So I was literally just a listener from the beginning um and it was just this thing that i listened to every time they posted a new podcast every time him or armida would make a tiktok i was just there for it i was a fan and one day sky posted on his instagram hey does anyone want to come to be on the podcast for an attraction rewind um if you guys don't know what an Attraction Rewind is, Attraction Rewind is a game that we play on Dream of Fantastic Dream um, where we spin a wheel and we get two parks and then we have to mash them together. Or not two parks, two rides. And we have to mash them oh. together somehow. Mm-hmm. How fun. Oh my goodness. So creative. It's like, 
it's like the classic dream of fantastic dream thing. Like when we have new when we have new people on, we're like, let's do attraction rewind. That's that's a classic. <laughs> but yeah, Sky just said, Does anyone want to be on it? I mess I DM'd him on Instagram and was like, I'd love to be on it. I am a major Disney nerd. I used to work there, like like yada yada yada, all this stuff. And he was like, Yes, please come be on the episode tonight. And I was just starstruck. I was so nervous. I was like, do I cancel? Because in my head, these people were stars. These are these are A-listers to me because that because I've only been listening to them. And I'm I've only ever been their fan. And to like be not in the same room, but like in the same Zoom link, (laughs) the same Zoom class as them. Same recording. Yes. Exactly. I was, it was weird. It was so weird just being in it. Um, But yeah, we clicked. Uh, That was back when we had a couple other hosts. Um, But Mm -hmm. we all clicked. And one of the hosts decided that she wanted to focus on herself and that she wasn't going to do it anymore. And because we clicked so well, Sky reached back out to me and he was like, hey, do you want to be on another episode? It's like, oh, so that yes, first episode I would was like your audition. Kind of. <laughs> um, and he, I didn't think anything was going to come of it. I thought it was just like, oh, we like this guy. He's fun to, he's fun to have on and he's funny. I thought that's where right. it was going. And we get three or four episodes in and all of a sudden here's Sky and Armida being like, do you want to be our co-host? Do you want to be permanent on the podcast? I was like, I would love to be. You're like, mm, let me think about it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. It was just this random chance that I took of because normally I don't respond to people's um people's Instagram stories at all. And right, it was right. just this random thing that I was like, you know what? I'll say that I want to be on it. And I was expecting him to you know get flooded with messages and flooded with people being like i want to be on it i was like well at least i tried and i wasn't i wasn't nearly expecting it to come to this exactly and now we're here and sky and armita are two of my best disney friends and as as people can see um i've visited them and we've gone to disneyland together and we went to Oogie Boogie Bash. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that's a wonderful story. And I've been able to meet you via Zoom and we're going to record an episode together. So um, on my show and the end, your oh, yeah. show. So that'll be so fun. But I, I'm just curious now, how often do you get out to go to Disney World and then how often do you get to go to Disneyland? I don't actually go a lot, which I think surprises a lot of people, especially my close friends. Um, because it's been pretty expensive, so I oh yeah, me who's lived there can say the same. Um, so I'm gonna give a little backstory to it because I always give the backstory for how much I used to go to Disney. Um, back when my grandpa was younger, he was a sixth grade teacher, and he loved Disneyland. He loved the idea of Disneyland. He loved everything about it because he, in his own right, is if I were to say someone's a Walt guy, like my grandpa's a Walt guy. 
Like he gives Ooh, the same that's energy. A different kind of breed. Yeah, he gives the same energy. He gives the same passion. He gives the same love that Walt did for a lot of things. Um, and he was just this sixth grade teacher. And way back when, um, when it was like a real, real cheap, every year he would take his class to Disneyland. And then when Disney World opened, he started—I can't even imagine it. He started taking a class of thirty-one students with parent chaperones to Disney World from Oregon to Florida. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow, it's, it's a lot for me to think about. Oh um, even just getting like a, a like, I bet you probably feel the same way. Like getting just even a group of people that are our age to organize and plan a trip and we all get together and all pull the money and figure out how to split it is quite a challenge in itself. And then mind you, 31 students with chaperones is a whole nother level. (laughs) Dedication. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So pretty much uh, then my mom came along um, and she was in his class. She when she got old enough, she chaperoned the trips. Eventually, it turned into, as I said, them going to Disney World. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of where my mom's love of Disney sprouted from. Because her and grandpa... Well, her and both of her parents are very close. Um, but that's kind of where that real, genuine love for Disney came from. Was She grew up with it. She was around it for most of her life. Like... That's where it came from. And that's kind of the same place that it came from for me, too, because I was I was born and uh, my grandpa said, "Okay, that's that's enough. I'm going to be a full time grandpa. And he retired. Um, And so my mom was just kind of on the page of, oh, well, he's probably not going to get to go to Disney because uh, grandpa isn't doing these Disneyland trips anymore. He's probably he's not going to be his teacher, obviously, um, and he's not going to be able to go. But little did she know, Grandpa had a different idea, <laughs> and I have I went there, went to Disney World every year since I was five until I was eighteen, nineteen. Wow! So I've. I've been there a lot. <laughs> I've spent over a year of my life on the Disney World property, and that's crazy to think about as me, like a 23-year-old, spending over a year of my life just on Disney World property. Oh, my goodness. And that that is a ton of time. You know, like, usually people grow up, they'll do that one trip with their family, you know, mm-hmm. and then if they their love grows, they'll try to get out as often as they can once they're you know of age and making their own money kind of thing but still like you know especially Mm -hmm. with the cost of everything it's been a little more challenging but yeah that is Mm -hmm. amazing so much time there my disneyland experience is not nearly as much um i've been to disneyland maybe six times (laughs) oh six times for like three days not even a whole week No, (laughs) maybe six times. I might be, I might be adding a couple times that don't exist, actually. (laughs) So we need to get you back there. That's what it sounds like to me. (laughs) (laughs) My, 
my mom was on the page of it costs because from where we are it costs the same to fly way back when it costed the same to fly from l from portland airport to la as it did from portland to orlando and well, her and grandpa liked well. disney world better <laughs> exactly ah uh, that makes sense that makes sense so they're like He's going to spend most of his time in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So when you say you have a family and like that loves Disney, like for me, like my family, my my dad and mom appreciate Disney, but neither one of them love it as much as I do. Like I'm definitely like the standout one that loves it. And like also you mm-hmm. said like growing up in like a hometown and stuff like you're that go-to Disney person. Like mm-hmm. I didn't start meeting Disney friends till I moved outside Disneyland or moved to Orlando. So I totally know what you mean in that regard as well. Um, but yeah, that is such a cool story. Is there anything else you want to add before I ask you a couple questions? Um, I kind of want to go off of what you just said, where you're like the standout Disney person. Um, of course, go for it. I say that, the nuts slowly got nuttier as <laughs> as we go down the family tree because my yes. my grandpa loves disney like he has yeah. some disney stuff in his house he has some decor like he has the basic stuff and then there's my mom she doesn't have decor because my dad bless his heart <laughs> uh isn't the biggest fan of disney uh Aww. they're so he they're the definition some of the Exactly. <laughs> They're the definition of opposites attract. And so, so so she decided to do it a different way and she actually has a Mickey tattoo on her ankle. <gasps> um awesome. I love yeah. it. And and then it got to me and as the YouTube viewers can see, as you can see, I'm covered with Disney memorabilia. My house is a Disney house. I have an Epcot wall in my living room. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my goodness. And for those that are listening, he's got cool lounge fly and ears. And uh, it looks like pictures and figurines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was admiring it before we even started recording. I'm like, I spy a Maleficent lounge fly. <laughs> I need... <laughs> It looks so beautiful and I want it. <laughs> and I'm also covered in Disney. Not covered, but I have like five or six Disney tattoos. Like this is one of them. <gasps> oh, beautiful. What does it say? It's a little hard. It to says it all started with a mouse. That's so cool. With like little pixie dust outline. With pixie dust. Oh. Yeah. It's in like the traditional Disney font. Well, it's in like bold Disney font, but it's Disney font with like the pixie dust sparkles and Yeah. Gosh. So again, like you said, the nuts get nuttier. <laughs> the nut got nuttier. Exactly. The nut got nuttier. That is amazing. So you're even though you're not living in a state that has a Disney theme park, you are a true, true fan. And I love that. Yes. Oh my Thank gosh. You. Um, any anything else you want to add before we move on? Because you're th- you have some great stuff. <laughs> I think that's it. I I've oh, been yeah. rambling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I absolutely love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing that background with us. It's absolutely wonderful. But And you probably already kind of touched on this, but this is the first question I ask every single guest that comes on the show. But mm-hmm. why do you love theme parks? 
I I surprisingly wouldn't say that I love theme parks. I think I okay. just solely like Disney because I <laughs> grew up with it. Um mm-hmm. I don't have anything against theme parks. Like I love I love a good ride, but I'm definitely not like a big like thrill seeker or anything. I I'm going to take that back actually. I do like theme oh, parks. Oh. I'm just Disney's <laughs> Disney is the, the safe place. Yes, I'm biased. Um, biased. Occasionally, I'll like the good like Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay, where it's like all the giant roller coasters, or like uh, the Hulk at Universal. Like I like some thrillers sometimes, but Disney's that go to where it's just this is peace. Right. <laughs> Yes, I I was chatting with somebody else, and I think this applies to you. So tell me if you agree. Um, I think that for us kids growing up, um, the nostalgia falls with Disney because that's like honestly the main provider and mm-hmm. children animated entertainment for probably the longest time. And now you got kids growing up with DreamWorks and um, a bunch of other great creators and whatnot so you know the the competition is fierce out there so our nostalgia is a lot different than kids today's nostalgia so I think that's why um Disney kind of is our our fallback and our like you're we were saying biased one whereas later on that Mm -hmm. could change and that's where like we're and I I mentioned to somebody else too I was like we're we're young adults at a great time if we're theme park fans because you got the universal and Disney competition and we're just here eating it up seeing all the new creations that they can come up with so (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right so my next question is and this is a tough one so take your time not necessarily your favorite character but what character do you most identify with that you are the most similar to Oh, oh, you said similar to, and then my answer changed. <laughs> Who do you want to say? I want to say Winnie the Pooh. <gasps> I really want to oh. say Winnie the Pooh. Because I feel like, I I have always felt like that friend who's like kind of ditzy and is just bubbly and there for the the fun times. But I also hit people with the really deep thoughts sometimes because <laughs> oh. I know I know Pooh definitely does that a couple times uh with Christopher yeah. Robin where he really gives okay. that that good thinker but most of the time he's just very ditzy very bubbly he's like I'm here because I get to be here yes he's I I love him too and I I would say like you know he's optimistic and have you seen the new Christopher? Not new. It's not new at this point, but um, the live-action Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. I will say, Christopher Robin does not deserve Pooh. Pooh is too dang good for him. Like Christopher <laughs> yeah. Robin treats him like garbage. I'm like, Pooh is just trying to be helpful, and he just wants a red balloon, and just let him. Ha- like, you know, when he said, like, "Oh, do you need a red balloon?" and he's like, "No, I don't need one, but I would very, very much like one." <laughs> it's like. I just it's love like, that. Get this bear a red balloon. <laughs> like I will die to get Pooh a red balloon. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's so good. Oh my gosh. But I can see that. Just a brief talking with you. You're very cheerful and optimistic and just seem like a really good friend. So that's oh, thank wonderful. you. Oh 
awesome. Um, and so my next question is, if you could go on any retired Disney attraction, and whether you've been on it before or not, what would it be and why? Oh, Sky and Armina know this answer already. <laughs> oh, share, share. So you've thought about this for a while. I want the great movie ride back. <laughs> yes, 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 I... yes. Oh. The I love the great movie ride. The great movie ride was my original love, and I want her back. <laughs> oh my gosh! I am currently sending you episode ninety three. I literally just put out an episode, um, at the time of this recording of someone, a cast member who was, <laughs> excuse me, bubbles, working the great movie ride, and said how great it was. Obvious. That sounds silly. How great the great movie ride was. <laughs> but um i I missed that ride too it was so good and honestly they could have put mickey minis anywhere yeah they have to take out the great movie ride i know (laughs) i'm i i'm upset about it that was the ride that really made me want to do my college program and that got shut down no and and have you done the college program I did do the college program. Um, unfortunate, well, not unfortunately, because I had a great time while I was there. But I was part of the program that uh, got sent home from Miss Rona. Oh, gotcha, Miss Rona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I had a friend that was a Jungle Cruise skipper, like a very great role, and she got let go because of that too. So, um, which role did you have, if you don't mind me asking? I was gonna be a Jungle Cruise skipper. Um, Stop! I, well, you didn't even make it down there yet. It's a. It was a very strong hunch. I'm not positive, but it's the story I'm sticking with, because oh. my, like my uh person interview that I had, because I'm a major theater nerd, and I've done theater all of high school, all of college. Like I think if my college could have given me a degree in theater, it would have ended up being a degree in theater. Um, cause I just, I've taken so much theater. Um, and I told my interviewer that, and I talked about it the entire time and I told her how much I love doing monologues and everything. And then when I got accepted, exactly (laughs) when I got accepted, I was placed at Magic Kingdom Attractions Adventureland. I was like, so I was gonna be a jungle cruise skipper. Um, I can believe that. Oh my goodness! And you could have met my I friend. Ended... Yeah. <laughs> I think um, she was. But I... It was either two weeks or a month and a half. Like it was a very short time she was there before mm-hmm. everything happened. Oh my. I gosh. um, but I ended up going to an uh an audition up in Seattle, Washington. Um, for the character performer, and uh, it was I. I was a character performer while I was there. Oh, what! That is so yeah. cool. Can, can you say who you were friends with and like to hang out with? I was. I loved hanging out with Baloo. Um, I was also oh. good friends with Wreck It Ralph. Um, oh. It was. It was kind of short lived because I have an ongoing injury from when I was like a little little boy um, that made it hard uh, to be friends with Wreck It Ralph um, because my back would tense up and like I wouldn't be able to move. And 
and it was realized that um Baloo and I stood back to back and I was just a little bit taller than him. So I didn't see Baloo as much uh after that. Um Aww. so one day they were just kind of like, well, you're a bit too tall, so we're probably going to have to have you not be a character performer. Oh, no. But I finished my training, and then they p- kept me in entertainment, and I was a character attendant for the rest of my time there. Okay. And okay. that was so also a great to... time. Yeah. I, I feel like character attendants and character hosts, they, they have a very tough job, but they... um they get to be helpful in the interactions and stuff, especially if they're for characters, you know, and help speak for the characters and whatnot. So yeah. That's wonderful. Um, a question I like to ask character hosts while I'm literally waiting in line for a character at times. Um, I ask, what is your favorite character to host or hang out with and stuff? I love, hang- I love hanging out with Tinkerbell. She oh, was great. I, I think it was because I attended her so much because I worked my uh, home park was Magic Kingdom. So I was in there a lot and it wasn't even just Tinkerbell. It was the shift that it was a breaker shift initially where I gave Tinkerbell's normal normal attendant break. Mickey's normal attendant break. I think it was Buzz Lightyear, Stitch, back to Tinkerbell, back to Mickey, back to Tinkerbell. Oh, how fun. And so you were just kind of like bebopping around that section of area backstage and whatnot. Exactly. Oh, cool. Very so, nice. So even though the entire shift wasn't with Tinkerbell, I... Okay. I I love there's something about face characters that hold a special special place in my heart. Um maybe it's cuz I get to talk with them and I don't have to do all the talking, but mm-hmm. a Tinkerbell was probably my favorite. I yeah, loved hanging I love out with Tinkerbell. Kid. I love when she can get a little sassy and spicy and you know boop her little mm-hmm. bun and kind of thing and um is this when her character spot was in um town hall or back when it was in adventureland it was town hall after yeah after the revamp that's also why i loved hanging out with tinkerbell is because um i got to um one of the other people that i gave a break was um her pixie duster which is the ones who um throw the pixie dust and make the the door appear to to shrink everyone yeah it's the one that shrinks everyone down to fairy size and uh helps them get to tinkerbell and i i loved that spot because i got to throw pixie dust i got to make the magic happen oh my goodness that is so cool and i i haven't done that meet and greet in quite a long time and back when i was a college program it was back in adventureland she had her spot and with her fairy friends and whatnot and um that would be so cool oh my goodness all right i got one good question for you um and then you we've just had such good conversations i'm like oh yeah i have one more question to ask all right so my last question is what attraction would you be devastated if they demolished it during your lifetime updates improvements are acceptable though 
Ooh. Um, <laughs> the Sky and I made another like answer, too. <laughs> I, I like asking the tough questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. So do, so do I. You'll, you'll hear it on, on our podcast that I Ooh, also I'm have right. some hard-hitting questions. Um, it's a tie between two because I can never, ever pick between the two. If either of them disappeared, I think I would die. Um, and it's spaceship Earth and living with the land. Because as Ooh. as much as I'm 23, I'm an 80 year old man, and <laughs> spaceship Earth and living with the land are my absolute favorites. You can refurb them as much as you want. You can close them down temporarily as much as you want. But if living with land or spaceship Earth gets ripped out, I'm, I'm tying myself to them like a protester. <laughs> you ain't yes! taking it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I, I know you mentioned updates and stuff, but what did you think of like the complete ride transformation? I wouldn't even say an update, a transformation that they were going to do. They announced before COVID for a uh, spaceship Earth. Like, what were your thoughts on that? Because I was a little like, because I'm a, I'm a big lover of spaceship Earth as well. And I was like, I mm-hmm. don't know about this. I cried. I cried a little bit. Um oh, no! initially i was like this is good we're gonna get a revamp and we're gonna get new scenes and like stuff like that but then i went on it for what i thought was my last time on the last day that i was in epcot on my college program and i wrote it and i was fine i stepped out i started sobbing and the cast members were like are you okay I'm like, I'm fine. I just love this ride. (laughs) And they didn't, then they didn't do it. And I was like, well, I cried for nothing. Great. (laughs) Like, not, not wasted tears. Um, well, Jared, thank you so much for answering all of those questions and giving your family backstory of your Disney fandom and whatnot and all your trips and whatnot. So, but now I'll let you take the floor and share your most magical moment. So, so my ma- most magical moment is from when I was about, mm, I want to say I was seven, between seven and 10. I don't remember the exact year. Um, but it was my first time going to California Grill. For those of you who don't know where California Grill is, it is in the Contemporary Hotel, which is one of the hotels next to Magic Kingdom. Uh, you go into the Contemporary and you go up to the top floor, and California Grill is the entire top floor. And it has firework viewing access and roof access and all that stuff to see the Magic Kingdom. Um, and this is my first time ever being there because my mom and my grandpa said, we think he's old enough. We're going to take him to this nice, fancy meal and we're going to watch the fireworks. And one of this, it's going to sound weird. This story is more of, uh, not really a memory for me, but more of a story because, um, from like, I don't know eight and before um i just have all of these pictures that i've seen about my life and my family members being like 
this was your first birthday and this is was like your this is what how you got injured when you were three and like all these stories with pictures that i'm like cool these aren't memories because i don't remember my first birthday but i know exactly (laughs) what happened to my first birthday um and that's i've i've felt the same with like oh i and you you can regurgitate the story because people have told you so many times but like you truly Mm -hmm. don't remember remember so i i think everybody at some point has a few of those were like oh yeah that's the one time the neighbor's dog chased me down the street or something because there's a picture of it or pictures <laughs> yeah bring the memories back so yes i totally know what you mean yes 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 so so this story is fully third person <laughs> <laughs> um but i had this little pegasus like baby pegasus stuffed animal from it was the Hercules Pegasus when he was a little old claw ball right after he got turned into a Pegasus. And it was just oh. this itty bitty little Pegasus stuffed animal. Um, and we had gone in on that trip and I carried it with me everywhere. Everywhere. Oh. We did not leave it in the hotel. My mom could not tell me anything about it. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> and so, of course, I took it with us to this really nice upscale restaurant because I was... I mean, Pegasus wants to experience it too. Exactly. (laughs) Pegasus wants to experience everything. Yeah. And I just have these pictures of me holding this Pegasus (laughs) with my mom and then with my grandpa with the Magic Kingdom fireworks going off in the background because we were out on the patio watching the fireworks and as much as this isn't a memory and this is a story, um, when I look at those pictures, I still feel that magic because when I go when I go to Disney, I still feel like I'm that size. I still feel like I'm this little eight year old with my mom and with my grandpa, and we're because we've done Disney the same since I was little. And I love that because I'm all about consistency um, and stability. And that is my comfort. So I love doing Disney the same way. Um, But those pictures remind me of why I fell in love with Disney in the first place. And why my relationship with my grandparents and with my mom is so strong in such an important part of my life. Like I have her favorite color tattooed on my tricep. Um, Cause I have two Mickey balloons that are tied together and the tie is a little heart. And one of them is purple, which is my favorite color. And the other one is teal, which is my mom's favorite color. <laughs> and, and the sparkles on this tattoo I made very specific cause there's, There's three big ones, but there's, like, a big, big one, and then, like, a medium one, and then, like, a small, smaller big one. And I did that on purpose to represent my mom, my grandpa, and I, because with, because it was just them passing down the magic. So, whenever I see those pictures, it's always, like, this is why I fell in love with Disney, and this is why my relationship with my family is so important to me. 
because without them, I don't think Disney would be the same. I don't think I'd have a similar relationship with Disney that I do now. I, I'm not trying to make you cry. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like so sweet. Like I, there's like a couple episodes where people have gotten me to cry and that is just so beautiful. It's like, I feel it welling up and I'm like, Oh my goodness. And Oh my gosh. And I know you said you're only 23, but do you plan to pass these traditions down to your future kids or whatnot? If they happen, yes. <laughs> um, okay. okay. <laughs> Not trying to put any pressure I'm... on you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My mom will listen to this and text me and be like, she's got a good idea. Have children. Because <laughs> I've told her, I've been, like, I, I've been like, I don't know if I want kids. And she's like, of course you want kids. Because I want grandkids, Jared. I want grandkids. Right, right. <laughs> It's like um, WandaVision subliminal messaging for the children. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, that is beautiful. And what what were some, like, classic things that you guys would always do? I know you mentioned stability and, you know, you couldn't imagine mm-hmm. not going without them. And so what what is a typical trip with you guys look like? Is there certain rides you have to hit and certain things you got to do? It's more so the way the day is set up. Uh, when it comes to like restaurants and the rides and the parks, I'm pretty let's go with the flow, but I need to have it planned out. I need the calendar and I like the way that my grandpa all those years ago set up the day and I still stand by this. I did an episode on my podcast. That's just all my travel tips. And this is my number one travel tip. Um, The way the, the way that I do Disney and the way that my mom and my grandpa do Disney is we will rope drop in the morning and then, <clears throat> sorry, around like noon or one, we'll go back to the hotel and relax for a couple hours, like go down to the pool, go take a nap, like something so that we don't get burnout. And then we always have like a sit down dining reservation for dinner and we'll go do that, and then we'll park hop to another park. Ah. And that's how our days are always crafted. And that's the way that I've always done it. And that's the way that I still think is the best way to do Disney and not get burnout. Yes. I, uh, as someone who's gone to both parks for years, especially the last re- co- recent years, that seems wonderful because, like you said, theme park burnout is such a thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's always hard getting up in the morning on your fourth day of your trip after doing that so mm-hmm. many back to back to back. And um, I think, you know, having a relaxing afternoon when it's peak time, when everybody's finally up and everybody's, you know, it's the hottest part of the day, the, the everybody's finally there. That's when you're leaving, I think, is great because you know you can knock out so many rides first thing in the morning than you can if you started later in the day and then was there the whole rest of the time so i think that is some brilliant advice i definitely want to try that on my next trip for (laughs) sure because i i will say i've like wanted to do that but then like 
the the theme park person in me has been like, well, well, what if I miss? No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And then when it comes to like 10 o'clock and the park's open till one, I'm like, I'm exhausted, but like I need to get my money's worth. And like what you sound like you're doing sounds like a wonderful trip. And like I would love to join you guys because that sounds perfect. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, is there anything else you want to share? Right now, it's kind of spotty because grandma and grandpa are getting older. Um, and I'm working full time. And so it's one of those things where it's like my mom could go if she wants to, but she wants us to go with her. And I don't have the money. And grandma and grandpa are like, that. that's too much energy. But we ain't got yeah. that anymore. <laughs> Hopefully so, you guys plan something soon. I've go. been trying to tell my mother because <laughs> last time <laughs> I went, it turned into just a her and I trip because we were originally going to go with my sister um, and she ended up canceling. And so it just turned into a mom and I trip that was so fun. It was so fun. Um, and I've been being like, mom. Mom, we need to go on another trip. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I hope that happens soon. And I would love for you to come back on and hear all about it again. Um, but um, before we close out the show, is there anything else you want to add? And also, where can people find you and follow along on your adventures? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> um, if people want to follow me, they definitely can. I'm going to say right now, I do not post nearly as much as my co-hosts. Um, so if hey, you want... it's okay. <laughs> if you want people who post a lot, go follow them. If you, if you just want to see, oh, that funny boy, um, my... <laughs> that silly old bear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, my Instagram is just my name. It's Jared Covert. It's J E R A D. It's pretty much the normal way you spell Jared, but it's backwards. The vowels are backwards. <laughs> um, and then Covert is C O V E R T. Um, my TikTok is it's me Jared Covert. So I T S M E, and then my name again. Um, like I said, I don't post a lot. But when I do post, I post good stuff because <laughs> oh, it's quality I'm... over quantity. That's fair. Exactly. <laughs> also, well, I don't get Jared... there nearly as much as a lot of people. <laughs> hey, it is okay. Well, I cannot wait to hear about next time you end up go going to any park, whether it be Disneyland or Disney World. And Jared, seriously, it has been such a delight to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing that magical moment. So. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been good to talk. 